Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Erevin, Daf Samachet Amud Bet. Now about two thirds of the way down, we're going to look at Mishnah Bet, which was included in Mishnah Aleph when we started this parak quite a while ago, and that is Amar Rabban Gamliel Masebet Stuki Echad. In our version, it reads that the fellow living in the neighborhood was Stuki. Shadariman, he was living in the same Mavui as our family, and then in the first version, Rabban Shimon Gamliel. Uh, Rabbi Gamaliel said that his father directed them to go out and sort of take possession of the Mavui before he would. Now, Tztuki Mandachashmeh, the question is, what's a Tztuki doing in this Mishnah? Remember, the whole first Mishnah was about a non-Jew. The answer is, We're missing something, which is, Tztuki Are the statement that a Tztuki should be treated like a non-Jew for this. From Gamliel Omer, Tztuki Enochanachri, but Rabbi Gamliel disagreed. He lived with us in Yerushalayim. Take your stuff out to the Mavui. Before he brings it out and answers, because his presence really will make a difference because he's a Jew. We have a brighter that expands our Mishnah, not just Tanochri, but Tzdoki, and Baitusi, which is a subset of Tzdokim. So now it's Gamliel Hazakain in Yerushalayim. Not Gamliel Vyamna reporting about his father, but it's his grandfather. Take everything out. Bring everything in. Tell this disgusting guy before he comes out and answers to Yeshua. Tell Rishutolachem the very mayor. You know, that he was mevatel was issued to you, so you can carry, but he can take that back the minute he goes outside, and then you won't be able to carry, so quickly do everything you need to do. And as we saw in our Mishra, Yud has a different version of what was said. Go do what you need to do on Friday before it gets to be Shabbat, and it'll be Asur. Okay, so now let's, t- let's see how this works. Now the lo asar. So that means, according to the first version, if they put their stuff out first, and then he brings his stuff out, he doesn't answer them. But none, we should, we have a follow Mishnah coming up soon. If you're mavato reshut, and then you go out and carry there, whether inadvertently or otherwise, according to our mayor, that's canceled your beetle. Which means if this guy's not considered to be a non-Jew, he's considered to be a Jew, <coughs> he's Mavato Rashut, but once he carries outside, that, that, that smashes it. Which means, according to a mayor, it should be the case that getting out there before him will not do anything for later on. So, Yosef, Ema, Eno, Oser. So, read in that Mishnah, that mayor says, Oser, but Eno, Oser. Bayamar, Lokash. Abay says, no. If the people of Mavui went out into the street and put their stuff there, if they didn't uh, didn't make a chazaka, then if he goes out and carries, then he cancels his beetle. So if he's mavata, but nobody uses it, and then he goes out, that cancels it. means. Uh, in our Brita means that if he didn't yet, and this is a different Brita, if he didn't yet give Rashut, and then he went out, then he can, uh, then he can cancel. If he went out inadvertently, then he can still be Mavatel, but if he carried out intentionally, he's made a claim about his ownership and he can't be Mavatel. 
Now, on the other hand, um, or adding along to that, along to that, if somebody gave her shoot and then they went out and they took something out, in any case, that osers on everybody else, and according to Yehuda, it only osers on them if he took it off mezid. It follows from the previous thing. That's only if the other members of the Mavui didn't already take possession. So if he was a Vato Rashut, and then they went outside on Friday, and they set things up for themselves out in the Mavui without including him, then they were Mahzik. And then when he carries outside, he can't be Vato. He can't ask for them just because he carries stuff out. Okay. Now, in our Mishnah, Rabbi Yudah had a different version. Go and do what you need. This is actually from the Brayta. You go and do what you need before it becomes Shabbat, because when it comes Shabbat, he'll be he'll asr. Alma nochrihu. So you see, he's an Anjou. In other words, he treats him like an Anjou. That his very presence asrs. But in our Mishnah, it doesn't say It says which means if he sits at home and doesn't do anything, you're still good to go. Just because it got dark, it doesn't mean it's asur. So only once he takes stuff out. So doesn't mean he takes something out, but till the day goes out, meaning do it on Friday, because once Friday's gone, Friday's gone out, you can't do anything. You can't carry. The other possibility is, depends whether we regard this apostate, as it were, as <coughs> a goy or not. We regard him as a goy if he publicly desecrates Shabbat, but not if he does it privately, meaning in his own home he does what he wants, but out in the street he at least respects Shabbat, and he's ashamed to do it publicly for whatever reason, and therefore is treated like a Jew who then can vato reshut and who then automatic won't automatically prohibit once it gets dark, only if he uses the area. You'll see versus Yachshach. Versus Yachshach. Kamana's Latinus. So now who does this bright to follow? Mumar Vigilui Panim. We'll see what that means. Mumar is an apostate. Gilui Panim means a chutzpidic person. What does that mean? Vato Rashut cannot be Mvato Rashut. Treat him like a goy. What do you mean? Now, somebody who's is an apostate, he just got bad character. What that means is a mumar who publicly defies the rules. Meaning that he cannot uh, meaning that he's treated like a goy. That follows Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda's addendum to the Mishnah, or modification. Okay, now we have a, uh, a story. There was a fellow who went out <clears throat> with a uh, a ring that had a particular kind of uh, a, um, a seal on it, which was different than the metal of the ring. And as you saw in the Mishnah Shabbos, <coughs> in that kind of case, you're not allowed to carry it, wear it outside. Um, and uh, so the particular guy went out like that on Shabbat. Came into Chazim the Biyur Nesia Kasia. He saw Biyur Nesia and he covered it. it. Means he was embarrassed. His comment was, "Oh, a guy like that can be Mevatal Rishut according to Biyur because according to Biyur, the way we reconcile Biyur's two statements, Tachshach and Yotzi, is if he's Mumal Chalashavat but Shabbatot Farhesia. Just because this guy walked out publicly with a ring doesn't mean that he's in the category of Mechal Shabbat Farhesia. Mechal Shabbat Farhesia is somebody who flaunts it. He saw the rabbi, he hid it." Which means he was embarrassed about it, and that's called Bitsina. Okay, Amravuna, Ezra Yisrael Mumar. So what do we call a Mumar, an apostate? Zevachalosh of Atot Bifarhesia, public desecration of Shabbat. Amrav Nachman, so Nachman turned to Avuna and said, Come on, who are you following? Ikra, Mayor Damar, Choshul Dover, Achar Choshul Chal Terakula, Tzusugi, we saw in Chulun. 
if you're suspected about one violation, then we have to suspect that you don't keep anything. Then Then why Shabbat? You could say if a guy's just a violator of Shatnez or something else, then he's considered a goy. Being suspected about one violation only means we don't trust you about that, but not about other things. The only thing that will get you you uh, get your status like that is if you do avodazar, avodazar. Rachmi Yitzchak says, you're right. As far as the general rules of what a mumar is, it's either according to mayor. For anything, according to Rabban, only for Avodazar will be the indicator. But for the given being the status of a Jew that you can be Mavatal Rashut, that, for that Shabbat Machal Shabbat for obvious reasons, because it's about Shabbat, will be the, the, uh, the red line. Uchidetanya, as we saw the bride, Yisrael Mumar Meshamar Shabbat Bashuk. If you have a mumar who publicly keeps Shabbat, Mavatal Rashut, he can mivato reshut. She'en mishamer shabbat tovashut. But if he publicly violates Shabbat, and mivato reshut can't. So therefore, you go. Mnei shamru Yisrael otovashut or ten reshut or nachriyat sheyaskir. Because our rule is that a Jew can give 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 reshut, can take reshut, can accept bito, can be mivatel his ownership, and a goy you have to actually rent from. Okay, Kate side. How do you do it? How do you mivatel? Omerlo reshuti knuyalach reshuti mivutelach. Say I'm quite. I'm giving you my reshut. I'm nullifying my ownership to you. Cannot. You don't have to make a Kenyan. You could do it on Shabbos. Ravashi Amar Hai Tana, who, I'll tell you who it is, who is the Tana who says that Chilul uh, Shabbat puts you as a Mumar. It's not just for Rashut. This Tana actually believes that you are considered a full Mumar for everything if you're Machal Shabbat for Hesia. And, and even though it's within Rabbanon, it's a modification of Rabbanon's opinion that said only Avodah Zara. This Tana and we'll see his opinion in a minute, holds that Shabbat is as chamor as Avodah for this, Kiritanya. The Pasuk at the beginning of Ayikra says, Adam ki akriv mikem korban ladunai min Those are two exclusions. Mikem, some of you can bring the korban, and min some animals. Mikem, velo kulchem, only some of you. Prat mumar, that knocks out a mumar. Can, how do we define that? Mikem, bachem chilakti lo baumot. I only make that distinction among Jews. Men mumar not. So what we're alluding to here is an a person who acts animalistically is one of the people is excluded. Now we accept korbanot from non-religious Jews, Jews who violate the law, in order to encourage them to do tshuva. Except for a mumar which is, a, again, a word that has to be defined, one who libates wine to Avodah Zarah, and somebody who publicly violates Shabbat. So let's first of all clarify that phrasing. Hagufakasha. First of all, we said, We've excluded the Mumar. Then we said, we do accept them from Moshe Yisrael. So how do we answer that? The first one is talking about somebody who violates everything. He, we, from him we don't accept. Mitziata, the second one, said, we do accept for Yisrael, a guy who doesn't keep shotting is a guy who works on Yantif. What's the last line? What's the Mumar? That's the first guy. If it's Mumar for one thing, it's against the middle phrase. We say, we do accept Korbanot from Poshe Yisrael. We say, that's Mumar the Devarachad. Devarachad meaning not Shabbat or Evodazara. So just like we had before, Gilui Panim was not a separate category, but it was Mumar Bigilui Panim. 
Here it's Mumar, not as a separate category, but Mumar Lenasech El Chosor Farasia. So you could see that according to this Tana in the Torah Kornim at the beginning of Ikra, is equated to Avodah Zarah, and therefore that must be the Tana who says that cannot be Mavatal Rashut, you have to actually rent from him, just like from a Goy, as opposed to Mechalal Shabbat Bitsinah, who is Shomer Shabbat Bashuk, who is then treated like a Jew for all of these purposes. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the next Mishnah Mishnah Gimel in the next podcast. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.